You're listening to Moonbase Theta Out. Please note that this episode includes discussions of violence and death, as well as depression and extreme mental distress. This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. All transmissions approved by Enclave Security Information Officer Stan Hobinson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recording, this is Roger Regatta Fisher, Communications Moonbase Theta. As per your explicit instructions, I begin monitoring the personal messages of all active personnel. Please note my misgivings as put on official record in the previous week's reporting, and the week before, and the week before that. As your instructions remain unchanged, my written report and several related audio messages have been attached. The dates include two weeks of the shutdown sequence beginning on October 6th and ending October 19th, 2098. Moonbase Theta, out. Oh, fuck yes! Oh, merda, that was so good! I wish I could have seen his stupid face when he heard that memo. Review camera footage from 7-9 for this date. It'll be in there somewhere. Him and Ashwini both. I want to see both their faces when it was broadcast. You are so goddamn caught! Playback the public message. To all crew of Moonbase Theta. Noted in particular communications lead Roger Bergato Fisher and astrophysicist Ashwini Ray. On review of your notes and the provided data... We were unable to verify the purported astronomical phenomenon independently, or even with members of your own base personnel, to actually exist as described. A further report will be requested, and possible disciplinary action is being considered. Disciplinary action is being considered. You're getting spanked now, and not in the way I know you like it, Dr. Ray. I won't underestimate you again. I'll be paying close attention. Add to task list. Track down the glitch in surveillance of the base observatory. And Roger. Oh, buddy. Oh, pal. You're feeling the pinch. No friends on Earth now, I'll bet. No friends up here after I finish spreading the word. You old double-crosser. You spy. I mean, I spy too, but that's my job. Everyone knows I do it. It's only fair they know you're listening in. I'll bet even Nessa will have something to say about that. Play the other received message again, the one to me directly. Officer Langlois, you are to be commended for your reporting in this matter. It's good to know we've got a solid man on the inside up there. That's what you've got, all right. Not that you deserve it. A solid man on the inside, right down to the bone. And they all know. They may whisper behind my back, but they know who's solid and in charge. They know who's got the intel. Everything stops when I give them hints about what's happening on Earth. Wilder's eyes just about bugged out when I told her the consortium was thinking about picking up the Dallas OKC Enclave. 
Her arm just made this sad little whir and shut down. Of course, that could have to do with the software upgrade someone slipped into the system. She should really run a check for malicious apps every once in a while. <laughs> That's right. They all know now. Michel Langlois, solid man on base theta. I should get back out there on patrol. I'm walking the beat. I should... Play message. Michel, I wanted to talk to you face to face. Volume off. You've said more than enough. Display text only. Oh, what the hell are you... Cats and dogs? I made a misjudgment. Just no kidding there. Did she really just say it's not you, it's me? Stop my recording. Shut it off! Record reply, Nessa Chong. I don't know why you thought that would explain things. Why you thought I would get that in the first place. As if growing up without your teen crushes is the same thing. The same as having to go to your commanding officer about transitioning out in the open where the whole barracks could listen in. The same as being pushed down in the mud on the training course. Being told you're doing it just to get an easier way through. Going on incursions with a team you knew wouldn't have your back. Fuck you're not being able to see. Fuck wanting to heal the hurt. We're not going to be friends. Pour moi cela ne veut rien dire. End message. Erase. Delete. Give me olfactory the cigarette smoke twice regular levels. Personal message. Alessandre, begin recording. Alex, before anything else, I'm sorry about my last broadcast. I'm sure you were listening to the end, waiting as always, and... I'm sorry. Things here have become... complicated. I don't know if they'll let all of this through. I don't see why not. The only person incriminated is myself. The only secrets I know have already been revealed. In the aftermath of... recent incidents, recent broadcasts of questionable provenance, it has been suggested that if I don't cooperate fully... well, you know where that goes. A stasis pod awaits for myself as for all of us, and it has been suggested I could wind up there sooner than later. And I can't let that happen. I can't handle that. It didn't seem to bother Ashwini as much, not that Z has much to say to me since we were caught. Even the computer goes quiet when I walk through the door. I don't know. Maybe they're being punished in some other way I haven't heard. I don't think anything came down on Nessa or Wilder. They've both been so busy with the mining shit anyway. They've got way too much on their plates. We had to switch to a whole new branch of the tunnels. They're just starting to drill them out, and there have been quakes. Wilder's been run ragged trying to fix connections all over the station. Her arm has been acting up, and it's just... Nothing that's really going to matter to your life there. I know, I'm just babbling. I don't know what to say this very moment. How was your birthday, old man? I'm sorry to have missed the big 4-0. You know I'll make that up to you. Did you like your present? Did you even find your present? <laughs> There's a significant chance I didn't leave it where my scattered brain believes that I did. 
I hope it's there, and as special as I hoped for. Did you have a cake? Did you have... people? I wish I were there. Oh, how I wish. My love. Nessa says thank you for the cuttings. At least one care package made it up on the rocket. And for the chocolate. They did include some in our regular supplies, but you always send the good stuff. And the picture. I stuck it up here in my station. It helps so much. Seeing the two of us together, it helps me keep on keeping on. I'm sorry for how it's all affecting our conversations, our bigger picture. There's so much we still need to talk about. Believe me, I want it as much as you. I need it as much. There are things this is all brought up. I really do need to see a therapist. You're right about that. I need to talk to one again. You didn't know they made me see someone. I never told you after all of the... I never told you. We talked about the Enclave early on. You didn't like my being tangled up with them, and you got me out of there. But I didn't... I couldn't tell you the details then. I should. I have to. I hope this part gets through. I was assigned to work with several active units, handling their communication needs, but also putting information out into the field about them. We had a regular broadcast over all the waves and Wi-Fi, a little news, a little propaganda, a little warning now and then about which areas civilians should avoid. I didn't know what was true or false. I read what they handed me and tried to keep my head down. Except, of course, I knew. After you've done it for a while, the lies stand out like they'd written them in red. And I started, unsurprising, for those of you who know me, talking back. I started getting a little too sarcastic, just that little sprinkle of insubordination that they love in the ranks of security. I'd like to say it was in the name of the truth, but I was mostly pissed off that they thought they were fooling me. I wanted them to know I saw behind the curtain. And just like they were the great and powerful Oz, they sent me into the field with a mission. <laughs> they sent me into the worst of it with a team, right where I'd been broadcasting about, right into a spot where we'd been telling civilians was safe. I'd been telling them, my voice saying we've got it all under control, which might have been a bit of an exaggeration. I got there, and it wasn't... We couldn't... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I saw. You know enough of what was going on. I can't tell the whole story without your arms around me. But it was my fault. I'm the one who said it's okay to be there because they wanted to lure the enemy in. That's the enemy who runs things now, if you're keeping track at home. The others tried to hold me back, but I couldn't leave people out there. I couldn't just let them be trapped when I'm the one. And then everything was fire and noise, and I got turned around, and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't reach them, and... I was covered in blood, and they shoved me, wailing, into a medical pod for retrieval. 
That's the next thing I remember. And even remembering that much took me months of company-sponsored therapy. Which wasn't the best of deals, let me tell you, because remembering was when the real nightmares came. That's why I love. That's so much of the what and when and why. I'm sorry it took so long for it all to come out. I know I should have dealt with it before I came up here, before I made any of the decisions I have. I'm sorry, Alex. I was thinking of the poem we read at our wedding, Sonnet on Fidelity, Venetius de Moray. And thus, when afterward comes looking for me, who knows what death, anxiety of the living, who knows what loneliness, end of the loving, I could say to myself of the love I had, let it not be immortal since it is a flame, but let it be infinite while it lasts. E assim, quando mais tarde me procure, quem sabe a morte, angústia de quem vive, quem sabe a solidão, fim de quem ama. Eu possa me dizer do amor que tive, que não seja imortal, posto que é chama, mas que seja infinito enquanto dure. Roger, meu amado, I wish we could go back to that day. I think they sent all of your messages through. Maybe they wanted me to hear, to learn the same lesson. Maybe the consortium has other things to worry about. They showed up at my birthday party. Did they tell you that? Not that it was much of a party. I invited Angie and Estrella Santos over for drinks. The whole family made it back okay. Eh, that was worth celebrating even if my old age wasn't. Uh, they brought over a little cake and sang to me, and I opened your present. It was beautiful, and the platinum was perfect. I hope it'll still fit in my ear. I, I may have to push hard to open those holes again. And then at the high point of the party, there was a knock at the door, and three unexpected guests shoved inside. I'm sure you can imagine that burst a few balloons. And the only present they brought was a lot of very rude questions about my husband. And Cass was underfoot. Paul was out in the garden. And one of them stepped on her paw. And that was when I broke down a little bit. E foi aí que eu berrei? E talvez até chorei, mas eu não vou admitir. E finalmente eles foram embora depois de virar todos os cômodos da casa do avesso. I think it's time we start making plans to get out of here. I don't think you're gonna argue with that. I think you're even more ready than I am. Thank you for telling me that, hard as I know it was. You're right. If I had known, I would have never wanted you to go. Moon or no moon. We would have had even more serious talks. Better ones. Maybe the ones we needed to have. Maybe I would have... Maybe I would have told you what I was seeing the therapist for, from the beginning. Maybe I wouldn't have been afraid of what you would think of me. For a while, I thought I was just having some really bad days. Well, me and everyone else, you know. I mean, it's not like the world isn't screwed up enough to be the cause. Things were getting worse all over the enclave, 
every day there is more security in the streets. It wasn't strange anymore to hear gunshots in the distance. At work, half our contracts were to rebuild exploded buildings, fix sabotage water and sewer mains, rebuild roads after landslides. Sometimes we were the next wave in after the um, rescue crews. I mean, having some bad days, doesn't that sound like a pretty fair response? <laughs> but then it just kept going on. Even the parts of life I loved had some sort of gray curtain over them. Even the garden. Even the dogs. Even the espresso brigadeiros I used to hide in the refrigerator drawer and sneak one at a time. Even my husband. Your laugh. Your lips against my skin. Nothing but the faintest buzz of how I used to feel. Oh, I started getting headaches too. Those I felt. More than anything else, there was... There have always been times where I fought dark thoughts about myself. You know, love, you've helped me through a few of them. But it got to the point where it wasn't a cloud here and there any longer. It filled the whole sky. I blamed myself for any little problem we had. An unexpected bill, deer getting in the lettuce, Paul peeing in the kitchen because I didn't hear her scratching for the door. It was all because I'm useless. And then the chance came up for you to... I felt like it was so easy for you to leave because I'm useless too. <laughs> I'm lucky I still had a good doctor. I went in for a regular checkup and it took her two questions to know. She uh, set me up with um, <clears throat> Kevin and he got me on pills. I won't have to hide those from you anymore either. But you left for training and it wasn't enough. Home every day by myself. I thought if you were leaving for the moon, maybe it was the best time to... I, I, I don't feel like that now. Most days. Even then, it was already helping or that big shouting fight we had wouldn't have happened. Who would think that was a good sign? But that's my why. Why I was setting so many appointments, getting messages, seeing him so often that you thought he had to be a lover. I... I didn't want to make you feel worse about the job. Or being so far from home. Oh, so I kept the details to myself. I just... I just wish we could have talked about it all when we were both still here. Still in our home. The house is a mess all over again. They just shoved their way into every drawer, tracked mud through every room. And the way they treated Cass and Paul, they're expected mothers. <laughs> I, I guess you're still wondering how that happened. Uh, they got away from me for a while when we were sleeping in the car, I guess. Uh, and our girls had a night out on the town. I decided not to replant the garden. I will tend to what's left, the parts that weren't completely ruined will still get some meals out of it. But I'm no longer making any plans here. The minute you get home, we... The minute you get home. I know you say I saved you, back when we met, when you needed to get away from things I didn't really know until today. But we're not done being saved just yet. Either one of us. There's still a lot left to do.
Hi there, Moon Basians. Quick notes from your head chimp here. Today's episode featured Cass McPhee as Michelle, Lehman Kessler as Roger, Gabrielle Tsnico as Alessandra, and some random stranger stopped by to play the Enclave officer. Writing and editing is by me, DJ Silvis. Theme music is Star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Additional credits are in the show notes, and additional show information is on monkeymanproductions.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We use Twitter a lot. And if you want to be one of the super moon heroes who help us make the show possible, support us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. We give our backers a lot of extras and behind-the-scenes info, even special minisodes. And you always have our grateful thanks for listening, sharing the show with friends, joining our Discord to chat with us, all the ways you become a part of our Mooniverse community. Take care, and we'll be back soon. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama, coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's the the name. name.